this week on Bonus Barrel. Uh, I'm going to go on record as saying I will definitely poop when I get my Switch. Sage, <laughs> time to go get a PS4 and Last Guardian. Finally. I think, I think maybe, something wrong with maybe it. you're the problem. The thing is that I haven't played a Fire Emblem game before. They want to go to a place where there's enough fish for everybody to eat, but then they go to space, and there's no fish in space. Hey, hey! Welcome to Bonus Barrel. Today is Shelby. And Seiji. No left. He's he's gone. He's left for dead. Oh, boy. So what's new in my life, which is what everybody wants to know about, it's the most important thing. I finally broke and I downloaded Clash Royale. Or Cash Royale, as I said last week. Call back to a great joke. <laughs> Pretty funny. No, so the game is great. I, I mean, uh, okay, let's not, let's not jump the gun here. It's a fun little mobile game. I like how optimized it is. That thing boots up fast. Matches, there's no like long ass wait times. You're in, it's very quick, very speedy, which is great because I'll pop it on and do a match or two. I'm not good at it, of course. Uh, like any competitive game, I'm terrible, but I win some. We started a, a BB clan. We did. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, pretty good. Pretty. So if there's any, any listeners out there who want to join our clan, let us know. <laughs> I'm sure everybody yeah. will get back to us. And yeah, look up bonus barrel with with a space in the middle. Yeah, we have four members right now, <laughs> <laughs> so things are moving quite slowly. Use promo code BBFAN when when requesting <laughs> when requesting yeah. your invite. So, what are the benefits of being in a clan? Good question. Well, the main thing is that you can request cards and you can donate cards because it's quite hard to get like the cards that you want in the game because it's. It's gacha based, so everything is just you open chest. Okay. But really, the main way to get cards is through donation. I find that's the most reliable way, and you okay. can only do it through uh, through the clan. Yeah. You also can watch your friend playbacks if they post them, which is pretty cool. Yeah, watch, the social stuff. Yes. Yeah, that's another really thing I like about this game is that I was I was on last night and I saw Left was on and I was able to just jump in and watch his fight. Uh, he lost. So I was sad for him. But but you can tap the screen and throw confetti. So I hope he noticed yes. that confetti. And I hope he knew that I was cheering him on the entire time. Uh-huh. But it's so quick. That's what I like the most about it, I think. And yeah, it's it's cute game and a very small download. I like the card art quite a bit. The arenas are cool. The pricing doesn't seem too bad, which will come which will become relevant later when I talk about another game. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I hope I hope people, I guess it's I'm I'm glad I tried it. It's fun. I don't know how long I'll keep my attention. Very very few mobile games keep my attention for more than a couple of weeks. So Nintendo released a bunch of, of uh, commercials for the Switch. More different ones than I thought. There's a Super Bowl commercial. There's a short and long version. There's play anytime, anywhere. There's the bathroom taking a shit one. I, I, <laughs> I like that because I don't remember there being much for the Wii at all. So it seems that they're really trying to make up for it. But the Switch play anytime, anywhere one, that's the one I saw first. I remember <laughs> for some reason I decided to take notes during it because it was making me laugh. Uh, the theme song, which is like ba 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 switch, it's really stupid and I hate it, but uh, it's funny. I, I, <laughs> I like that they have their own switch theme song. It's so it's so 
I don't know. It's so like granola, crunchy, fucking hipsters, hipster song, and the video is full of hipsters. Where's the fat slobs playing in their Nintendo? Why is it all pretty twenty somethings just hanging out at airports and shit? So, which is what I wrote here. Again, we have twenty something fancy apartments. <laughs> we have twenty somethings going around doing cool things like skateboarding and shit, but they have their Switch, so that means they're even cooler. And I also noticed they're playing Switch in class. A whole group of them. Of cool kids in university. Oh. While, while other kids are probably in the back trying to study, these fucks are just sitting on their, their stand yelling and screaming, playing, I think, Mario Kart or something. And their teacher comes in, he's like, what? And they all, like, sw swarm to the desk. And so that made me laugh, stupid. 1-2 Switch, man. The more I see of this game, the more I hate it. Or maybe it's just the marketing. Like, so in that commercial, there's a sword fighting. <laughs> And these two dudes are, are like swinging their fucking switch remotes around and they're, they're putting like sound effects of, of uh, swords clashing and then at the end this guy falls down because he lost it's, it's so <laughs> hokey i can't stand that kind of thing but it, it's also really funny and like yeah because i'm sure there's a there's a girl in the background and she's not playing and she has this look of embarrassment on her face i don't know what they're saying with that message but that's how i felt looking at it <laughs> like that would be really embarrassing and then there's also a shaving game so they have these two girls and they're like pretending to shave their face <laughs> <laughs> and then and then <laughs> they have a, a a cow milking game so you're just like taking the joy cons and you're you're pulling them up and down up and down to uh milk the cow jesus and then also there's the shake <laughs> the shake the champagne one where you just where you're just shaking the, the moat remote around oh, and then no. passing it. And you just, Somebody <laughs> wasn't thinking when they came up with it. So you're passing it around. Everybody has to shake. And then hopefully you're not the one where it pops. The old jerk circle. <laughs> it is the old jerk circle. That's right. Uh, yeah. So uh, I don't know. Can you just imagine you're at like a party? I, I don't. I mean, I'm not cool enough for parties. But if, imagine when I was younger and did. And this person comes up with his fucking little device, like, hey guys, uh, and he takes out a switch and he folds the back out and he puts it on the <laughs> counter. Everybody there's drinking. Half the people are so drunk they don't know what's going on. And then they're like, let's play some one-two switch. And he's like passing these stupid tiny little controllers around trying to get trying to get these like jocks and shit to play Melt the Cow. I don't know. Sounds silly. The marketing is weird. I'm glad they're marketing it though. And it's very clearly not a Wii U, so that's cool. Uh, what do you guys think about the commercials? That was my rant. I don't know. I thought they were entertaining. That first guy when you the guy had, pooping. Uh, yeah, well, when you linked it and then you had put uh, LMAO after it, and I was like, oh, why is this funny? And then I clicked it, and it was a dude. That is taking a poop in the bathroom, Mario card poop -poop. with different angles of him too, which I thought was neat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sure, I'm gonna poop and play video games. That's fine. <laughs> but uh, it's a weird. It's kind of a weird. I don't know. I, that's the only one that felt true to me the entire time I watched them all. Like some <laughs> some guy taking a shit while playing video games. Yeah, that's definitely going to happen. Uh, I'm going to go on record as saying I will definitely poop when I get my Switch. I'll say within 24 hours. I will, I will okay. poop while playing my Switch. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Seiji, what do you think of the marketing? Well, first thing that comes to mind is that the gaming culture has, to this day, a huge stigma. Video games are seen as pretty much as toys by the general public and it's not socially cool to play video games. I mean, if you surround yourself by people that play games, I mean, it sort of normalizes and that is the case for yeah, me. me too. Those, those commercials are not for me, are not for any of us because we are really embedded into that culture. 
That being said, I think that we have accepted that we're a bunch of nerds. <laughs> And for us, it's socially acceptable. Is it not normal? For the general. Is it, I, I feel so... Maybe your ear is a perfect example of it. It seems so normal for me to play people play a game. Like, I'm never... I don't know. I guess it's just my small bubble. Do you think the average person finds it weird if people play video games on any sort? Well, the thing is that you want to sell consoles, right? You, if you just rely on the gaming population, I mean, a lot of them, they already have their PlayStations and they have a pretty clear idea of the type of game experiences that they want to have. And the coolest... I guess, of the gaming culture are going to be with your Sony's, yeah. with your Microsoft and, the, and on PC. So what's left for Nintendo there is to try to create more market for them, which is what they did with the with the Wii. So I think they're trying to do that same kind of thing, you know, tap into unexplored territory or previously explored territory that left for mobile. So I think they're trying to tap into that market. So that being said, what I thought about them is that this stuff is not for me. I'm not impressed by it. I'm they it doesn't call me, but at the same time, I, I already pre-ordered my Switch. So what I did is I showed the commercial to to my wife, to Erica, which although she's actually playing Pikmin Three right now, which is a pretty hardcore game in in mm -hmm. my view, um, but she only plays it because you know. But uh, she still d doesn't identify with the gaming culture. So I showed her the the commercial. She she's also in marketing and in graphic mm -hmm. design. So I showed her. And I think she liked it. I think, I mean, she doesn't see the, the, the kind of thing that you the, that you were seeing or the kinds of things that I would see. Like, I don't identify with these people. What's <laughs> going on? Who is this thing yeah. for? When normal, it seems like when normal people or people that don't, don't identify with, with being a gamer see it, they see just a commercial, you know. They're trying to create an experience and try to create this, like, an aspiration for, for the type of thing it's not really the thing but what that thing makes you do you think that maybe kids will buy the buy the switch and hope that they're suddenly going to get a bunch of hipster friends that they can hang out with like do you think <laughs> that, that, that is the type of thing that that you and i would see but i don't think uh the general population sees that kind of thing they, they're not that into the social interplay of he's a hipster she's this she's a pretty girl i'm, I'm teasing by the way i don't care if hipsters hipsters can live their lives and that's that's for p1 who's a huge <laughs> hipster i hope it works i really do want nintendo to do well with this console but my general impression is that that strategy is not gonna work because People are already, they already have their mobile phones, you know what I mean? I don't know if, if there's a market space for Nintendo anymore, but I hope, I hope that it works and I hope that I'm wrong. Me too. Because, you know, people thought the same about the Wii and that wound up being huge. So this could be, that it's, it could be very good. However, unlike mobile, which has no one identity and PS, and Sony and Microsoft to do, None of them have switch. They don't have oh a theme God. song, so you know I think they might lose just just they, like Nintendo's gonna win just from its its sick its sick beats. Uh, on a lighter note, Power Rangers and Final Fantasy of Clash. I actually didn't find the the <laughs> costumes that similar. Like, am I? I don't know. I think that they're okay. So yeah. context, of course. Square Enix had um, announced. Well, Square Enix has delayed an update they had, and basically they had Magitech exosuits. They were free costumes that were supposed to be released mm -hmm. in November 21st. And they're basically a parody of the Sentai series. They're, they're colored like red, black, uh, blue, and yellow. And they look kind of like uh, motorcycle suits times uh, Iron Man times Sentai, which is basically what the Power Rangers mm -hmm. suits look like too. But they don't really look 
I mean, there's there's similarity, sure, but that's just because they're both generic as fuck. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not surprised. Uh, but yeah, so basically, someone from the uh, Power Rangers place, the the people who owe, who own it, I guess, got in touch with Square Enix and was like, "Hey, this looks too much like the Power Rangers." And Square Enix, not wanting to really get into it, you know, decided like they, I mean, they said uh, they don't look exactly the same, and it's for copyright. Even if they are original designs, it seems like that will cause problems for others. What Tabata said, so they decided they're just going or whatever. So, you know, yeah, Shelbus, you're a big fan oh, of the new Power Rangers no, movie coming out. What do you Oh my god. <laughs> you know, as someone who's really into the new stuff, you got a tattoo no. <laughs> costume. What do you <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, I actually found like the uh the Final Fantasy costumes are closer to like the what's the Neutron movie that just came out? Not just came out, but like Uprising the, or something. The most recent one anyway. The remake? Uh, I find they were closer yeah. to like those uh, costumes then I don't know I just I like I could see like the Power Rangers like influence and stuff but it just it didn't look yeah that much like I don't know maybe it's because they don't have the like the lips modeled in. it's not meant to be a Power Rangers no. thing it's clearly for I mean they're in Japan it's clearly a, yeah. a Super Sentai homage which of course is what Power Rangers are from but they have it looking a little more real hardcore so I guess the two kind of mix I mean I, I kind of don't love the designs anyway so mm-hmm. the helmets look really weird but I, I mean, they both look so generic. So of course they look similar. I mean, I guess it's mm. not a surprise at all. And if the Power Rangers movie wasn't coming out for another couple of years, you probably wouldn't even hear anything about it. If anything, they should have considered this cross promotional yeah. and got some free press off. Phoenix is going to change it. So that's cool. That's that's a smart idea, I think. In their case, just we'll just tweak it so that mm-hmm. it gets upset. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't like. I I actually have a couple pieces of news. What? Oh my god! Oh, I'm so excited. Yes. <laughs> what? So, god, this dude. one might be uh, a little older, but the Last Guardian dropped in price by like twenty bucks. Oh shit! Save you time <laughs> to go get a PS4 and Last Guardian. Finally, that twenty dollars is all stood between you and getting it, right? I really want to play that game, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should play it. PS4, man. Look, you can be like everyone else. You have your Switch and your PS4 operating together, <laughs> expanding your gaming library by many titles. Yeah, in my gaming many. priorities, in my gaming purchases priorities, right now, I guess the Switch first, because I already pre-ordered it. Mm-hmm. Then it would be to install Windows to my Mac. <laughs> then it will be to buy a new Wii U to replace oh. my uh, failing Wii U gamepad. And then probably a bunch of Steam games and then the PS4. <laughs> Oh God! You're killing me, Sadie. We've got to get that I'm PS4 sorry. up. We've got to. Get, we've got to I don't, find a way I, I, to I raise. I don't want a PS4 because I, <laughs> I, it's 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 too expensive for like the two or three games that I want to play. But there might be more games. You, it's going to open the world to you. I I move my arms around, but you not you can't see. Yeah, it but then I, I would need like a the whole world. Like one of those chambers from Dragon Ball Z, which I can mm-hmm. go in and. And extend like an hour <laughs> play <all> because <laughs> I I barely had any time yeah. to play this this week's game, which is funny because that's such a short. Game. I know, <laughs> uh, I picked it because it was short. But anyway, that's that's off topic. And uh, uh, another thing. Yeah. Okay. So Namco Bandai is doing the whole uh, mobile games thing. They're releasing uh, oh, another Tales game yeah. anyway because there was one that came out last year, Tales of the Link or Tales of Links or something. Anyway, uh, mm. it didn't do really well. Yeah. Uh, it was very poorly optimized too, so it like ran super slow on like everything. Because I remember being at uh, mm-hmm. my last job and I tried it on my iPhone. It was like really, really fucking slow. So I was like shit. So then I borrowed uh, one of the iPads at work and installed it there too, and it was still like 
having a, a super hard time running. But could you have been the no. problem? Like maybe you were installing it wrong no. or playing it wrong. I think I think, I think maybe something wrong. With maybe it? you're the problem. I didn't even know you then, but your influence was still <laughs> that great. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you've ever played um, or how or if you've heard of Tales of the World Radiant Mythology before. Uh, yeah, I have actually. Yeah, yeah so I we only that. got the first one here, but mm-hmm. there were two more after that. I think there was like PSP. I don't know if it, the third one came out on Vita or not. I can't remember. I was so excited. Yeah, but uh, so this one, uh, the new one, Tales of Rays, uh, Tales of the Rays, sorry, because <laughs> all the names are <laughs> are so great. Um, so it's kind of yeah, like uh, Radiant Mythology where you've kind of got like the two uh, main protagonists. I think you can pick either one and you just kind of go through a story where you meet up with uh, Tales characters from yes. other games. Because, like I've been saying, everything is doing mm-hmm. that now, including Fire Emblem, which we're going to talk to after, the, uh, after this. Everything. Crossovers. That's, that's just the, all the rage. I say it like I'm angry. I usually like it, but it's everywhere now. It's, it's, it's almost becoming Yeah, well, Radiant Mythology came out in, like, 2006, and then they've had, like, a... Yeah, I know. Uh, I think, yeah, I think it was Tales of Verses and then Tales of Heroes Twin Brave. I think Twin Brave. Twin Peaks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, so yeah, they just, but it's crossovers like with their own characters, like in like, you know, it's not like yeah, uh, other series. There's so many that are doing just the, uh, within universe giant crossovers. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems like it's in the, so many mm-hmm. games lately, which I, I do, I do like it. I just, it's so much, it's mm-hmm. so much. And I was looking at the videos of the gameplay and instead of their, yeah. cause in, in most Tales games you play, there are four characters usually on the screen. And you can, you know, right. usually pick whoever you want to play as. Uh, in yeah. this one, there's five. So you've got five characters on screen. Oh, I have to, uh, I have to... I'm assuming you just tap constantly until it's done. Oh, well, I, yeah, like, I don't know. Battlefield is tapping? Some, some games that I've seen, <laughs> some RPGs, they'll have a joystick and, like, buttons on the screen. The virtual yeah, buttons, that, right? I find that very weird. They suck. I don't like them. There's no yeah. tactile response, so it's you lose accuracy and... I, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't like them either, usually. Although Left swears by Carablaster for the mobile and the yeah. CG2, I that's guess. That's the, the only... Apparently yeah, that's work. the only instance where I've seen that work, like, really, really well. Any other game doesn't work. <laughs> it's true. Fire Emblem... Blah, 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 blah. Subtitle, thank you. Which, of course, is a crossover game with all the various fucking new characters. His mobile game just came out. I reluctantly at first downloaded it. And I, I've been playing it uh, along with Clash in my in-between time. And you've been playing yes. it too, right, Sage? You have not, Shelby. Your phone's like one megabyte. Well, it's all that's memory. left. Sometimes when I go into Hangouts to try to talk to you guys, it tells me that I have to delete shit first before I can play. You need to get, like, an expansion for your yeah. phone or something. It's- can you? Does it not have like memory you can put in a little extra uh, card? I don't think you can get that. Oh, you have a gross yeah. ass iPhone, right? It's almost right? four years old too. Oh, so. yeah. Why don't you upgrade that? Because I'm not. We're talking I'm not now, on, Shelby. You've got to fix that on, phone. I'm not on contract, and my cell phone bill is like fifty bucks. It's the best. Oh yeah. yeah, that would be nice. But having a phone that's modern and works would it be would, cool too. Oh, got to think about the dollars. Man. All right. Well, I'm not here for an intervention for you today. <laughs> uh, I have opinions. I made a pros and cons list, but I'd like to hear yours first. See. <laughs> I don't have a I don't have a super strong opinion. Like I downloaded it, and one of the things that I don't like about a lot of mobile games, especially this this newer um, new batch of 
of high-end, high-production Japanese games are coming. And, like, there's at least a couple of Final Fantasy games that are, are, are like, in the same kind of aesthetic, I guess. And the first thing that they do is that they download a bunch of data, right? It doesn't let you play the game. And I hate that, but for some reason, uh, in this game, it wasn't that bad. And I value that a lot. Because you download the game and then you you launch the game and they show you like uh, portraits of the characters with a little bit of information about them and you can scroll while the the data is downloading. Download. And because it has bad music playing and, while it does yeah, it. Yeah, and Fire Which I actually I actually <laughs> like the, the song. Jordan hated it. She's the first thing she told me about it is how much she hated that cover. The thing is that I haven't played a Fire Emblem game before. So I yes. have no context to Fire Emblem. I don't know if this is a good so or bad oh rendition no. of the game. This is your this is, this is your first experience of Fire Emblem is the mobile. This is my title. first experience <laughs> of Fire Emblem. Don't let that don't let that affect your uh, willingness to try a real Fire Emblem because it's they're kind of they're different. Well, what I can say is that it's Ish. a good solid mobile game. And not only that, I think it's a good game. Uh, I enjoyed playing it. I, it reminded me a lot of Advanced Wars. Uh, this It's the only other kind of game that I've played that is very, very similar to this. And the production value is about the highest I've, I've seen in, in mobile. It feels really well, it's responsive. The campaign mode I enjoy a lot. The the gacha mechanics are really interesting. I don't know, man. It's, it's a... I think it's a solid mobile game, and I think it's going to do very well in the market. And yeah, that's my opinion. All right, so I, I am only a—I'm a new Fire Emblem fan. Played Awakening, played Birthright, and I've tried a little bit of the other ones. I've I bought all of them. I just haven't got around to playing all of them yet. So I'm a new—I don't know—new wave fan because I think Awakening brought with it a new fan base. Then because it made a lot of changes to. Awakening made a lot of changes to the series, I guess, from what I understand, and kind of saved it, actually, from, maybe not cancellation, but maybe hiatus or obscurity. So, so I don't want to, like, compare myself to someone who's been playing Fire Emblem since the SNES or Game Boy, I guess Game Boy over here, I think, is when we got it the first time. Uh, but, so, regard, regarding this game, I've been playing it a lot, and I'm still playing it, so there's definitely an enjoyment in there. So my pros to the game, it has a very cute graphical style for the battle. It's chibi. Um, it's it's cute. I I I think if you like the style of like Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm or the, those types of games, you'll enjoy that. It's, it's very well presented. The UI is is like slick. It's very very pretty to look at. Uh, very crisp. I don't know. It's 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 good. It's a really good UI. Uh, the amazing amazing art on the portraits and full body illustrations and variety too. Each character has. A couple different poses, as well as a battle damage pose. Uh, all of them are voice acted, which is pretty cool. So, and the music is really, really good for the most part. Um, and I think it's fairly varied. And uh, I would say it's pretty robust for a mobile title. And also, I got Tharja, which is awesome. That's a that's a pro. And what's good about it? Well, that's like a thing that's good. So cons, the arenas are so small. So I'm used to Fire Emblem where, where there's some panning and actually some interesting things to look at and some breathing space. But this is so tiny 
and I get what they're doing, and I was hoping it was only the intro area, but it seems to be one screen for the entire game, and uh, it feels cramped, and it doesn't feel like there's any sort of uh, strategy. So the Fire Emblem series is a strategy role-playing game, and this does not have much strategy. You're, you're, you have four people in your party at all times, which, again, is different from the main game, and you're, you're against any number of, of enemies, and you're just on the tiny screen. There's some. Sometimes there's mountains. Sometimes there's walls to break down, and sometimes there's gaps that you could send flyers over. And in the main series, you know, there's, characters have very a very big gap between movement speeds. You know, some can move less than others. But in this one, it's so simplified. It's so broken down to its bare minimum. It's like Baby's first Fire Emblem, and and Fire Emblem Awakening was already kind of an intro to Fire Emblem. Because you know it didn't, it, you could turn off permadeath and stuff. The series is famous for, and so that's the problem. Uh, the mobile, sorry, it's it has, its story is very weak. But for a mobile game, maybe not so weak. It's it's, I don't know. It feels like a mobile Fire Emblem title and not a Fire Emblem title on mobile, which is what I was kind of hoping for. I was hoping for like a true, like I was hoping to break that mobile stigma. You know, it's a game on mobile. You know, so it's good for a mobile game, but it doesn't feel like anywhere near Fire Emblem's potential and it, it, it catches the spirit of it, I think, but not, I don't know. It just feels watered down if you've played the series and the, the battle system is extremely simplified. There's not a lot of variety in it, but it's still fun. And I'm not saying it's not fun and all oh, the pricing system is terrible. Like, so you, you get, okay. It takes five orbs to summon one character. And if you, if you summon multiple characters, I think it's four orbs for each additional character up to five. And the game gives you some orbs. Usually it gives you some starter ones, and then it gives you some orbs after you finish a story mission. So you can you can keep summoning on a, f like, you know, every every world is like five or seven fights, every, every story world. So you there's a story mode in the game, and you're going through, and it's, it's just a, an arena after arena after arena, and at the end of that world, you get a little bit of story. And so you might get about five or six per world. So that's enough to summon a character, which is cool. And, and like Sage said, it's kind of fun to summon a character and see who you get. However, when you realize that it costs you about eight dollars to to get enough orbs for two summons, that's that is way too much. That's too much money for a random chance at a character. And uh, this uh, another game had that same problem recently that I was playing, and I, and I was annoyed by that too because I wanted to give. Oh yeah, Pokemon Duel, which I, I really lost interest very fast. Although I don't think it was a bad game, but that's another game where I was thinking, oh, I'd like to give them some money because I want to support it. But it's literally not worth it. Same with Dragon Ball Dokken Battle. I wanted to give them some money, but its deals are so bad that I, I just couldn't justify it. And I think that's the biggest problem with Fire Emblem. I, I want to give it money, but I'm not going to pay 10 bucks for 10 orbs. It's almost like a dollar an orb. It's ridiculous. Anyways, that's my rant. <laughs> I, heard, um, I heard people were uh, uninstalling and reinstalling the game like over and over again just to get like really good heroes. So at the beginning of the game, you can play the tutorial. The tutorial gives you enough to summon uh four heroes i think and as long as you don't link your nintendo account you can just uninstall and reinstall and so people were doing that it's only really works for the intro tutorial area and uh, i mean i wouldn't i don't have the patience for that kind of thing but i got lucky with my characters i got one of my favorites so i'm pretty happy yeah people were doing that i don't know i just i i don't like the price at all boo Arr, angry i recommend the game though if you like mobile games, I think you should play it. And if you like, if you've already played Fire Emblem, I think it's cool. Uh, if you haven't played Fire Emblem and this is all you're ever gonna play a Fire Emblem, then I am sad because the series is much more 
so I give it. That's <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. All right. So while we were talking, I I grabbed the Nintendo Power from March 1991, and I it was a particular article in it or something that I think we'll both enjoy because it kind of ties into what Sage you brought with his Nintendo Power from way back. Unfortunately, Shelby, you weren't bo- you literally weren't born during this point. So I literally you, was not so born. You might not. Um, but this is Nintendo Power's awards for the 90s. So for not, for anything Ooh. before the 90s and so anything before 1991. And uh, I want I just want to go through them real quick. And maybe Sage, you could take some guesses. But so the nominees for best graphics and sound: dynamite explosions, gigantic characters, outrageous colors, and catchy theme song. Uh, these are just a few things that make for great graphics. What do you think number one is? It's just Nintendo number game, one, yeah. Game, yeah. What year is it? Anywhere between uh, it's for the nineties, so it's either yeah, it would be for nineteen ninety. Nineteen ninety. Yeah. So the newest game would be from nineteen ninety. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just mm. think of ones that you love <laughs> in the past on NES and take a stab at it. Which is the most for graphics? For graphics and the sound. Yep. Super Mario Brothers three must be. It's that not number like... one, surprisingly. Uh, number one is Batman. Oh. Castlevania Batman. three. Gremlins 2, Mega Man 3, Super C, Mario Bros. 3, and Solstice. Oh, wow. Next category <laughs> for theme and fun. This is a difficult category for a game to score well in because it's tough to say what makes a game fun. Wacky settings, kooky characters, and interesting plots are all things to add to a game's theme. So, what do you think number one is? Just throw out a guess for theme and fun. <laughs> if you I mean, keep guessing Super Mario, yeah, you, you might get one. Super Mario, Bros. <laughs> Super Mario Bros. 3 did come out in the 90, in 1990, I believe. Theme and fun. Yeah, for fun. Just let's go for fun or kooky theme. What is out there? <laughs> I don't know. I'll say Ninja Guy then. Okay. Well, number one was Dragon Warrior 2, then Kickle Cubicle, Maniac Mansion, Mega Man 3, Ninja Gaiden 2, Rescue Rangers, Ooh. and then Super Mario Bros. 3. I'm really liking how low Super mm-hmm. Mario Brothers is, given its history. Next up, for challenge. A challenging game should test the skills of even the best player, but not be impossible for players of lesser ability. A good challenge level makes the difference between merely feeling relief at finishing a nearly impossible game or feeling satisfaction at completing a rewarding or test uh, game of skill. So, I already know you're not going to get number one, because never, ever talk. Okay, I'll say Battletoads. You know, Battle is, is still the same. Battle of Olympus. Then Castlevania 3, Crystallis, Mission Impossible, Snake's Revenge, Solar Jetman, and Solstice. This one's for play control. A game can score well in all their categories and fall flat from poor play control. What do you think has the best control? Best control? Mm-hmm. Super Mario Brothers 3. Number one is Batman. <laughs> Little Nemo. Mega Man 3, Ninja Gaiden 2, Super C, Super Mario Bros. 3, Solar Jetman. <laughs> all right. Only a few more left. For best hero. Here we go. Video game heroes come oh, in shit. all shapes and sizes. Good heroes have cool moves, superpowers, and lots of character. What do you think number one hero is? Mario? <laughs> number one. <laughs> Blobbert, the blob from A Boy and His Blob. Chip and Dale. So wait, wait. All right. This is Chip and Dale. That's kind of cheating. Gizmo. Kickle, <laughs> Little Nemo, Lolo, Mario, Mega Man, Ryu, Ryu uh, Hayabusa, and Donatello. What? That's like the shittiest turtle. All right. Best bad. No, he's not. <laughs> you leave Donatello alone. Yeah, that's Michelangelo. Best bad guy. Oh, my God. I don't think Jordan would approve. <laughs> Villains, too, come in many forms. What do you think the best bad guy is? Say Bowser. Go for it. 
Gotta be more orig- original yeah, yeah, than that. Okay. <laughs> Mario is it's like the bottom of the barrel for all these. Uh, I'll say the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> number one. By the way, it's worth noticing that I'm saying number one, but they actually have them in A, B, C, D, and E. For whatever reason, that's how they're, they're categorizing this. Number one, Ashtar from Ninja Gaiden 2. Then Bowser's Koopalings, again cheating. Chaos from Final Fantasy. Dr. Fred and Nurse Edna from Maniac Mansion. Dr. Wily from Mega Man 3. Dracula from Castlevania 3. Gremlin. All of them. Joker, Metal, <laughs> Metal Slime, Dragon Warrior 2, and The Shredder from TMNT 2, the arcade game. Most innovative. All right. Innovation is oh, a shit. constant occurrence with NES games and accessories. Here are a few items that we think deserve special mention. Real light bulb. I- oh, wait. These aren't even in order. Don't worry about it. Just uh, these are the nominees. So you can just guess whatever. So what do you. What is it? Gives- oh, okay. Do you want the answer? What, what, what's no, it, it's actually uh, this is most innovative. What, what do you what, what do you think is the oh. category? It's not the winners actually. Most innovative. Yeah, and and this is just my not my nominee. Yeah, so so this, these, these, most these lists game. are actually nominees. So I don't think they're actually in that. I have no idea. I'm in 1990. Most innovative. I think I think Super Mario World was already out. 91 right? for us. 90 for us. I don't know, man. A boy and his blob. Big birds hide and seek. Yeah, Maniac no, Mansion, just... Miracle Keyboard Teaching System, Shadow Gate, <laughs> Solar Jetman, and Super Glove Ball with the Power Glove. Uh, miracle Keyboard Teaching what? Miracle Keyboard no. Teaching System is a nominee. Oh my god. For, okay, so there's only okay. three more left. Best multiplayer simultaneous. What do you think is nominated? Uh the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That is in there. Yes. Also Dr. Mario, Gauntlet 2, Little League Baseball. NES Play Action Football, Spot the Video Game, Super Spike V-Ball, and TMNT. And there, the last two categories, and probably the most interesting, is Best Overall NES and Best Overall Game Boy. I'll just list them. That has to okay. be Tetris for Game Boy and Super Mario Bros. 3 for NES. Mm. Well, so in the NES category, we have Batman, Castlevania 3, Final Fantasy, Maniac Mansion, Mega Man 3, NES Play Action Football, Ninja Gaiden 2, Super C, Super Mario Bros. 3, TMNT 2, and for Game Boy, Castlevania The Adventure, Dr. Mario, Final Fantasy Legend, Gargoyle's Quest, Golf, Play Action Football, Kicks, <laughs> Horth, Super Mario Land, and TMNT Follow the Foot Clan. And that is the contest. You know what? I might look for the next issue later on for, tomorrow, for next week's episode, and then we'll get to get the winners, because that could be kind of fun. Tune in next time for the winners of the... Uh, 90s Nestor Awards. Up next, our topic. Ikachan, what's Ikachan? You're probably asking. This is what I asked when Seiji linked it. Seiji, tell us what Ikachan is, as it was your last-minute topic. <laughs> Again. <laughs> 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 well, this is a game that I wanted to play for for quite a long time, but you know, one of those things that you never 
gave yourself gave, gave yourself the the time to actually do it. So I thought this was a a, a good good chance to do it. We want we we needed a a, a small game, uh, something that was accessible in a variety of ways. So Ikachan is is an indie game. It's free. You can download it for Windows or you can actually buy it for I think WiiWare and 3DS whatever it's called um, shop. <laughs> Um, you can get it for five bucks, so it's, it's pretty uh, cheap. But the reason, the main reason to to get this game, is because it's from Studio Pixel, which is it's just the one guy is Daisuke Amaya, which is mm -hmm. the creator of Cave Story. <laughs> so there you go. You know, Cave Story is my favorite game of all time. <laughs> and, I'm surprised you haven't played this before, given that you love Cave yeah, Story. Yeah, yeah, it's just like. I don't know. I didn't never, never played this before. Now, Cave Story was released in 2004. I didn't play until like five or six years later. But mm. from from my first play, I was completely in a more with this game. I I love everything about it. I I've talked about Cave Story a lot. I mean, you know, I knew through Wikipedia and getting to other sites reading uh, about it that he had actually uh, made. Cave story in a very long time, which was five years, and in between he released. I don't know if this if Ikachan is the, is the only game, but at the very least he released Ikachan, and that that game was released four years before Cave Story. So that means, I mean, I'm this is my own assumptions here, but I guess that he started making some of the tools, and then, and I guess Ikachan is some sort of like a prototype of Cave Story, and I think I'm right because. You start Ikachan, and it looks like Cave Story completely. Like same sprite, same mm. kind of uh, look and feel. The the even the physics are are you are swimming in this one, but it it feels quite like Cave Story. So I was like very very glad I was playing it in the beginning. I gotta pop in with something here. Just something that kind of amazes me. I I always forget because I played Cave Story so late that it came out in two thousand four. And this game came out in 2000. I wasn't even at a high school when this game came out. I'd never heard of it. And then, funny enough, 13 years later, it comes out on the 3DS. But yeah, like I, that's it doesn't feel that old to me. But it's only because I played uh, Cave Story so recently, and it feel Cave Story to me feels like one of those games that you get nowadays where it's retro inspired, but it doesn't feel old. Yeah. So this to me, maybe because I was playing on my 3DS, it didn't feel old. But I just, I'm just amazed that they brought this over to the 3DS at all 13 years after it came out. And I still can't believe it came out in 2000. Yeah, 2000. It's crazy. Shelby wasn't even born ago. yet. Oh, my God. Yeah, Shelby would <laughs> Shelby wouldn't be born for like six more years. Yeah. But the thing uh, is that's that crazy. Uh, Daisuke Amaya, he, he's like a, like a hardcore programmer. Like in my mind, I, I imagine him like that because he coded. I, the first thing that he coded was actually the, uh, the music editor. I think it's called PX Tone. And that was released in 1998. I mean, the music is amazing, so I'm guessing that he's he's both an amazing musician and their tools are 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 great. Anyway, um, he codes his 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 own tools. Uh, he doesn't use any any engine, so uh, I don't I don't know that that's like that's like the indie spirit right there. So that's why I, that's one of the reasons why I love it so much.
the main track of Ikachan is, is music that he used in Cave Story. And some of the assets that you see in Ikachan are, are from Cave Story. So the spikes, <laughs> the spikes. I mean, Iron Head. Iron, Iron Spike Head. Iron you mean the Spike Hat? No, Iron, the... Iron Head. The is the, bar, the main oh the Iron Head. Okay, fish. I yeah, thought you meant the those thing assets that are did. used in Cave Story. Oh. So yeah, that that's why I chose this game. It's because of his relationship with Cave Story, basically. That's that's the TLDR version. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, uh, it's an aquatic platformer, I guess it. Yeah, yeah. So, it's an aquatic Metroidvania. Yeah, and uh, 2D, of course. Yeah. So you you jump to swim. You you have momentum. Uh, kind of like most aquatic games. Although I found the controls very good, very accurate. You have power ups or items, I guess you could call it. Like spiky hat or spiky head, sorry, that Shelby said. Spike hat. Uh, which lets you hit, yeah, spike hat, which lets you hit enemies and break bricks. Bunch blocks. Bunch rocks. <laughs> Is that what they're called? Sponge rocks? I think so. You must have, you must have played it. I, I beat it earlier in the week, so I've already, my, my old man brain's all done. <laughs> uh, you give a dash, it lets you do a charge death. Um, there's some other items you can hold, like quest items and stuff. You have hearts for your health, which can be increased when you level up. You can collect fish or kill enemies for experience point. Uh, there's a couple of boss encounters which we can talk about. It has a large-ish map that you can explore. Spiky room you of know, death. You know, large for a tiny game. What's that? That spiky room of death. Spiky room of death. Yeah. Oh yeah, I got <laughs> something to say about that. And it utilizes the save system via clamshells that you could. Uh, yeah. So my first experience, my memorable experience for this was the spiky room of death. <laughs> you you get in front of this this area that says don't go in or you'll die. And you look at it, and it's full of fish, which you want, and spikes all around the walls. So my thought is, oh, I'll go in there. It's obviously meant to be very hard. Watch out for the spikes. But when you go in, it puts a brick behind you that you can't break until later in the game. When you get so the capacitor just... or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, exactly. So then you just kind of have to die, <laughs> which I was really irritated by that. Like, I'm like, that's bullshit. I thought I, it was just going to be a, a challenging area. Mm -hmm. Yes, the sign warns me. <laughs> But it's but it's a dick move to to uh, completely stop the player and have them die. I didn't like that. I don't think I'd saved for a little while too, so I was really annoyed. No, hmm. I fell for it too. I mean, what's that? I fell for it too. Yeah, well, because it looks like it's challenging, not necessarily that it's going to block you off. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't like it, but I was amused by the trolling nature of it. So I don't know. Whatever. The rest of the game, the music is really, really good. It is. It's really cute. I don't know cute. how many tracks there is, but it's really cute. I, so you'll enjoy it. Too. I think I only heard like three or four different ones. Like there's yeah, the one that's any. just like the world one, and then there's one uh, where you're fighting, and then there's one mm -hmm. where there's like the earthquake in the game, and then you have to yep. whatever. And I think there m might have been one. I I don't know if it was the same like battle music when you're fighting the the stars, like the starfish or the battle stars. I think, Sage, you played the 3DS one, right? Yes, I did. I, I prefer controls and stuff, and I didn't mind supporting the game. Mm -hmm. um, so the only way it ties in the cave story is just through the Iron Head, right? And the music, yeah. So you're a squid trapped in an underwater cave, mm -hmm. and then you meet sea urchin people, or the sea urchin. Mm -hmm. And then you find out the place is ruled by Iron Head. Yep. Uh, and the food is very short, and earthquakes have sealed the caves and cut everyone off. 
kind of xenophobic though everyone's like if you don't carry a pearl then you're an outsider and, and it, pearl's like a mark of that of that gang of that you work for iron head <laughs> oh my god uh, and then you wind up working for a second in command who is having you fetch food carry and they yeah exactly and they keep saying that oh we're starving to death and you're taking our food but and then he's obviously eating it for himself and not giving to iron head he's super suspicious mm -hmm. and that, i mean there's some, like you said there's some earthquakes it opens up the area and then you're you're doing little quests for people, mm -hmm. avoiding spikes and enemies. Uh, how many enemies? There was there's fish that change color when they turn. They uh, they they're, they're puffer fish, don't they? Or no, wait, those, those the regular those fish. Are, I think they're sunfish, the first ones. Yeah. Then then there's a the puffer fish, so they'll start blinking and they puff, and you have to hit them before or after. Mm -hmm. There's crabs that jump at you. Starfish. Is there any other enemies in the game? Other than. I mean the boss fights, of course. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember any. Yeah. What's the max level? Anybody know what the max level is? Six. Six. Oh, cool. Did yeah. you get to it? Uh, no, I only got to level four. I think I got five. So. Yeah, me too. Five. Uh, I didn't feel feel the need to grind for levels. Mm -hmm. It's not a very hard game. Don't, but don't get me wrong, I did die a couple times. It's, so it, like, almost mandatory that you get level two because going through that with only four health, because you start out with four health, like, I died in the beginning so many times <laughs> just because of... of you hit a spike and it gives you, I think it's three damage. So. Yeah. Are you just not used to, like, games that require skill? So you're kind of having a hard time with those types No, of after games. I got level two, it was pretty easy after that. Couldn't have done it with uh, only four hearts. Could pretty you have sad. done it with only four hearts? I never took any damage except for the times I died. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah, you're right. Leveling up is obviously very important. Um, there's not a lot else to say about I mean, there's obviously more to say about it, but uh... this ship, um, I thought it was yes. like, uh, did it, it looked like it had lips, like red lips <laughs> on it? Yeah. What was that ship? <laughs> so at the end, after you, you find out, I mean, oh, spoiler alert! You uh, find out the place is coming down, and you yeah. have to save all the urchins, and then Ironhead. Isn't Ironhead also like not actually evil? He just got trapped, yeah, and then he started not trapped. trusting anybody because he was trapped or something. He was trapped in the cave, and he couldn't, he can't go out and eat for himself, and. I guess he was using threat threats to hold everybody together, maybe. Does that sound right? Sure, that sounds good. And then I, I think he was trying to... Was he, he wasn't a bad guy, right? He was kind of trying to help everybody. Yeah, like that, someone I think had the actual the like, real bad guy was his bodyguard dude who kept <laughs> eating all the fucking food. Prick. <laughs> yeah, Hansen, so then you find... What's his name? What's that? I think the name was Hanson or something. I thought it was Carrie. Yeah, it was oh, Carrie. No. And... Yeah, I think it's Carrie. Anyways, that's, I guess it doesn't matter. We, we can debate the, the lore behind the name forever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so eventually, though, you find a spaceship after you beat Iron Head. And then you get in a spaceship and you're like, oh, there's so much room in here. And so you go around and start. Because Iron Head asks you, he's like, please, I, I, you know, I can't leave. But everybody else, you can, can you help them get out? Can you take over as Guardian or whatever? And then you go around and you start collecting all the urchin. They all have names, too. They do, and, per and little personalities. <laughs> One of them has pigtails, right? This pinky. <laughs> yeah, I like that you remember their names. It's great. <laughs> uh, and then eventually, you you get you manage to force Ironhead into the ship, and then you then you blast off as the place is coming down. It's very melancholy. Then he should have he should have Sally. Oh, nice! A lot of a lot of girl names. The name of the ship is Sally. I think so. Oh, oh! Don't Sounds forget like Ben it. the Starfish. Oh, and the name of the of the main <laughs> character is Johnny, right? Is oh, it really? Yeah. Oh, Ika Chan is Johnny. It's Johnny. <laughs> Where do you see that at? Does it say it in there? Yeah, in the dialogue, man. <laughs> when Johnny. you 
when you first save uh, Ben, he tells yeah. you, hey, Johnny, where have you been? Do you oh. think that was in the, reg- the original version, too, or is that just a weird They always it? called him Ikachan in my game. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay, so th- this must be the Nikalis version. Oh, I remember what you're talking about now, too, where he says Johnny or whatever, when you, when you say Ben, right, the little starfish Ben. You have in your inventory pretty much the entire time that you get Shove him in your pocket. What's this point? What is he even there for? Like, what does he do? He's the spaceship pilot, I think. Oh, okay, okay. Yep. Don't they want to, like, <laughs> they want to go to a place where there's enough fish for, or enough food for everybody to eat, but then they go to space, and there's no fish in space. Are you sure about that? Have I don't you been know. there? Gonna, have you been there? <laughs> have you been there, Shelby? Oh, my I God. I don't know. I, I, yeah. Space fish. Space, yeah. Mm-hmm. Could be, could be, uh giant space whales that they can hunt in space space whale so how do they get to the cave story area? where does cave story take place Does it take place on earth no it takes place in a floating island where though where i don't know where <laughs> it's a floating <laughs> island <laughs> we, we do now know that this the spaceship crashes there and then all the squid and shit are released but and, i mean so, the the implication of them ex- escaping earth because of an earthquake it must be because of like a like world ending catastrophe right oh my god yeah. an extinction event oh, i think so i think oh, so damn would you call a quake on mars a mars quake or a venus quake or a mercury quake i guess you, you, you have to yeah. jupiter quake or a saturn quake pluto quake uranus quake <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was not a that was, it wasn't worth it. Don't cut it. Where <laughs> 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 we we already don't have a lot to, a lot to say in this episode. <laughs> well, that could have uh, been solved if Left were here. Yeah, if, Rat if Left that bastard Left. <laughs> you know what? If we uh, have enough time left, I'll grab a random Nintendo Power and flip through it, and we can make we can make laughs out of it. Laughs. Should we go into the, the damage? Let's damage it. Oh my god. So the game will have three stars. Uh, we are stars. Eight. Stars. <laughs> stars. Let's go with it. Let's go with it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> three, three, we have three stars, and we can we can peel off up to one fourth of of that star sticker. And uh, if you peel off one quarter of the star, that means or if you peel if you don't peel off the star at all because they're stickers, obviously. If you don't peel off the star, then that means that you think the game deserves that star and everybody should play it. It's, it's a full star. If you peel off only a quarter of the sticker, then you think that most people should play it, but not a full star's worth. If you peel off half the star sticker, that means that you, you mildly recommend it, maybe to the right people. Uh, and if you, if you peel off three quarters of the star, you don't recommend it to many people. You think some people might enjoy it. You kind of had fun, but it's still a little bleh. And if they take off the whole sticker, you don't think anybody should play it, and that you should keep the sticker for yourself, and it's more, and it's worth more than the game. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go first because I usually don't. Ika Chan is worth five dollars, although I don't think everybody would agree with that. Uh, so I don't regret paying five dollars for it, but uh, it's cute, it's fun, and f- in most in, in every other version, it's free. So mm-hmm. you can't go wrong with free. So if that's the case, if I'm operating on the assumption that it's free. And it's a recommendation and not a rating system. Then I will give it. I will peel off none of that star because you should play it. It's free. You have Damn. no excuse. Go for it. <laughs> you have no excuse. Yeah, it's short too. Yeah, Shelby, go for it. 
okay, so it was super adorable. I like um, also the, all the little sound effects that you make uh, when you're Ikechan swimming around because uh, he sounds like super adorable. And yeah, the, uh, the art, even though like it does look a little dated, it's still pretty adorable. The music, super great. Um, there wasn't really much for like like a a battle system, but it doesn't really have to be that robust anyway, because it is just kind of like a super simple game. So, um, I think at some points it wasn't super clear where you had to go though. So I find myself just kind of swimming around, going to like the same areas. Is it, yeah, uh, like a couple times you have to talk to. Uh, the urchins, and then that'll trigger like an earthquake, and then certain spots will open up. Uh, but not knowing that, you have to swim around and talk to everybody, or explore and see if you missed anything, and then eventually yeah. you come to. Because I think the first time you have to talk to an urchin to trigger the earthquake, uh, I was swimming around forever because I couldn't figure out what to do. Right. So I think I'm gonna do a quarter damage of a star to quarter it. Quarter peel. You're gonna peel off. Quarter, quarter peel. So. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, like Rob said, it's free. Yeah, uh, you have no excuse. None. No excuse. And it's adorable and, uh, definitely worth like the hour, hour and a half to beat it. Yeah. Super, super great. Hey, Shelby. Yes. You brought up something that was, uh, it was kind of funny to me. Okay. <laughs> you, said, <laughs> you said that the graphics look dated, like dated for what year? Uh, I don't know. Well, cause I, it. I don't want to say, like, it's because of the pixel graphics. I think it might have just been, like, the color schemes. Reminds me of, uh, like, well, not as old as that, uh, that friggin', what was it, Echo the Dolphin game or whatever. <laughs> not as old as that, but it, it kind of reminds me of that. Yeah? yeah. <laughs> it reminds you of Echo the Dolphin. <laughs> I don't disagree. Absolutely, I don't disagree. I mean, it's, it's a very simplistic style, but mm -hmm. I think... Daisuke Amaya, he was aiming at that style because Game mm -hmm. Story is four years later and it still looks kind of like that. Yeah. Um, like, I don't I think do... it's bad. I just... No, yeah, I, I do understand it. what you're saying. It's just that mm -hmm. the, the word dated because for two, for 2000, I mean, that's the, what, fifth, sixth generation? So... <laughs> but also 17 years ago. It's like two-thirds of my life. <laughs> or all of your life, basically. Uh, I don't all, trust you because you don't have a, a very good handle on, on ages anyway. All of your, your conscious life. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess my turn. Ah, Hikachan, <laughs> it's a really difficult game for me to to review, to damage, to talk about because I cannot be objective about it. Don't be objective. Because it's your opinion. Because of Man. of what Cave Story means to me. But I'll say this: at some point in, in uh, Shelby brought it up. Actually, I had to actually look in walkthroughs what to do. Because uh, I spent like a good half hour just exploring to see what I missed because I just I just didn't know what to do next, and turns out that I what I had to do is go and and talk to one of the urchins that I already talked to mm -hmm. in order to trigger uh, an earthquake event, mm -hmm. and that made no sense to me. The, the general idea from a, from a game design point of view is so that you're exploring, you power up so you can access new parts of the map, and that's perfectly fine to me. It works very well for the for the spike cap, it works really, really well for the compressor. And once you have those two things, you can actually like move more, more freely. And I was expecting something else, like maybe because I noticed that some of the blocks were cracked. So maybe I was like, oh, there, there's gonna be an even power, an even even bigger power up, so I can break those cracked mm -hmm. tiles. Right. And no, it was 
two earthquakes and it seemed very cheap to me it seemed that it, that although it sort of fit in the in the narrative of the of the game that aspect i thought was really really sloppy um other than that ikachan is it's it's cave it's a cave story prototype and as with prototype is full of charm the controls are spot on super tight it's very charming as shelby said it's, it's an adorable game but i wouldn't recommend this game to to anyone i would recommend this game for indie game lovers and especially for cave story fan so i've been thinking this really really hardly really but i think i'm gonna get, I'm, I'm gonna peel <laughs> off half of that star oh boy oh. that leaves it, that leaves it with two stars and uh one quarter peeled not peeled are you gonna be okay seiji it almost sounds like it was painful for you to say that it was painful. It was. Uh, it it was like peeling off that star. Uh, Your heart, <laughs> off my skin. <laughs> <laughs> you got a tad a full star tattooed on your skin, and then you're just getting the yeah, other part of it, it off your covered skin. up. <laughs> dun, dun. All right. Well, uh, I guess that wraps this episode up. Fun times were had by all. There was some ranting. There's some joy. There's some peeling of stickers. Uh, all of that great stuff. Yep. So. Thank you for listening. Bonusbarrel.com still exists. I don't know when it's going to stop. I canceled it, so we'll just see how long that takes. Or don't bother. Waste your time. Um, SoundCloud, Twitter, wherever you're listening to, Cartridge Club. Next week's our Valentine's Day episode. That's exciting. That's oh legit my God. exciting. All right. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, right, so you better make sure you start playing that game, Seiji. You only have a week. I'll try. You, have to, get, you have to get through. All right, well, thanks for listening. This is Rob. Shelby. And Seiji. Enjoy. 